When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stop going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish, the cheat day of podcasts. <laughs> no nutritional value. No. You binge us every once in a while. But you've earned it. <laughs> and eat some lettuce later, though. <laughs> you need it, too. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... Okay, we did an episode about nipples, but we left out the what it's attached to part. Oh, that's true. Yeah, this will be really more focused on the glands that lie be- beneath that sweet, supple... <laughs> brown circle today we're gonna talk about boobs <laughs> boobs <laughs> healthy uh robust busts <laughs> busted <laughs> um but first but first what do you oh i i will say thank you to your patreon supporter Augusto Padia, whose name i actually know how to say in spite of its crazy spelling because i am friends with him so i've had lots of practice how about I can't make fun of his name because anything, anything I said would be racist. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> but again, he is brown. He's, he is brown he, but, uh, and Canadian. Uh, so make fun of the Canadian part of him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this was fun. This is enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, but isn't it racist that you're not making fun of him because you're treating him differently because of his color? Ooh. And August. Of air fell over, fell silent over the recording. Apadashaya man, mama, Kama Sutra. That's his new last name. What is? Did you just make up a bunch of syllables that sounded Indian? I mean, the end. The end of it was Kama Sutra. Which... <laughs> okay, you're right. Never mind. You were right. It will be racist <laughs> if you do it. I changed my mind. You shouldn't do it because you were right. <laughs> Go with your instincts, Mike. Okay, Augustia, thank you. Uh, it's sorry. not racist. I love Indian food. <laughs> uh, I have a friend who's black. Augustia is not so (laughs) hopefully you're not counting him as one of them um thanks (laughs) Augustia sorry you won't hear this because I'm cutting it all um the listener I want to dig real quick into our listener mailbag too um mailbag 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 it's not mailbag it's not your testicles it's just the mailbag (laughs) (laughs) um I was looking through because I thought there was a like a something relevant to last week's episode that I was going to read. Um, mm. But instead, I found something funnier. Um, someone texted us and the very first text they sent, um, they've sent t- sent since sent a bunch. But the first one they sent was gayish texting the way of the future. I'm John from Mississippi. And there are two replies. I assume one from each of us. And we just didn't know the other person already applied. OK, yeah. see if you can guess whose is whose. Yeah. Gayish agenda. When you text us, you you don't know who you're getting. Oh, well, no, I oftentimes write my name after it. You sometimes do too. Yeah, I think I more often put my name after than. Anyhow, I won't. I'm re- not afraid of speaking for you if that's what you. I asking. mean, <laughs> I'm afraid of you speaking for me. <laughs> that's what I'm saying though. Yeah. Um, I won't say the names, but I'll just read two responses and guess who's is who's. One is hi John from Mississippi. Thanks for texting us. Smiley face. The other one is, hi, John. Welcome to the early 2000s. 
<laughs> that's great I'm, you're the, the you're the bitchy one <laughs> you're the bitchy sarcastic comment um so it's been a while but hi john from mississippi hi john from mississippi just realized we both replied to you um do you want to tell us about news yeah let's do the news great great um okay so first are you old enough or young enough to have to know what arthur is yeah the cartoon yeah but like i never i just know about it i don't think i cared too much about it okay well it's a show it's great (laughs) cartoon it's a cartoon it's on pbs it's canadian which i didn't know i think we might have only had books when i was growing up i don't think he was a show yet did he used oh you mean arthur books not 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 like you did you did have television as a child (laughs) (laughs) and when that first talkie came out i was like barbara that's that's movies racist oh no (laughs) wait i don't get i'm not sure if what i said actually is racist or you just made it racist by what you said talkie you can't call me that (laughs) (laughs) that's a movie that's like a a racist term for a podcaster a talkie Keep going before we say more things. Okay, so yeah, there's a there's a there's a a animated show that runs on PBS. It's a children's show. It's Arthur, and he's a goofy looking like like kangaroo thing. I I don't know what he is. I'm way too old for it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, you're no, Mike. He's like you could be Arthur's older half brother. Because I wear glasses. Yep. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, he he's like some kind of like ambiguous squirrel or like like a, a sad beaver or something i'm not sure what he is well last week they had a same-sex wedding on that show mm-hmm. uh the episode mr ratburn and the special someone and it revealed that teacher mr ratburn got rat are they rats N- mr ratburn is i think oh okay that would make sense i approve that name yeah um mr ratburn uh, getting married to another man um, the episode received praise from viewers, but you know what I'm going to say. Yeah. One million moms. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. The, uh, the million mom march fame. Yeah. Of the handful of people on Facebook fame, because that's all they are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that's brilliant. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You just call yourself like, I don't know, Kyle is the president of the earth. Yeah. Like, it, uh, that's not we're gonna have a trillion gay tap dance and <laughs> it's gonna be Mike. no gays no tap dancing just angry lesbians staring at you on stage if that's all it is and you're gonna be too uncomfortable to leave so you'll have to sit through the whole four and a half hour production yep yep they uh so the one million moms are an offshoot of the ultra conservative american family association who are dick bags mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and th- you put the word family in any organization name and you're a douche nozzle. Despite being called One Million Moms, the group claims that more than 18,000 members <laughs> have signed its petition calling on PBS to cancel this controversial content immediately. Yeah. Um, the pre-written letter states, quote, what? Is there such thing as a non-pre-written letter? Oh, it, this is like, like they're encouraging their membership to print this thing out and send it into PBS. Oh, oh, gotcha. I was thinking, yeah. what does a post-written letter? Like you right. sign it and then right. like you write it on the fly. Sometimes I'll, I'll sign a check and leave it for somebody. Like when I went on vacation 
I, I, I signed a check so that the roommate could pay for shit. Yeah. Um, and but, then you put into motion the acts which would then lead to the movie blank check. Mm. He wrote in a million dollars. That was my fault? Yep. Yep. Great. That was based on your story. Um, The pre-written letter states, quote, I am outraged that PBS Kids, that's the network, that PBS mm-hmm. Kids would use their children's network to promote same-sex marriage. It is offensive to me and my family that the network would glorify the homosexual lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. Until PBS Kids agrees to no longer air this episode or others with same-sex couples, the conservative families, including my own, will have no choice but to discontinue watching PBS Kids Network, even avoiding previews, commercials, and reruns. <laughs> you will not have my support as long as you continue to veer away from family-friendly entertainment. Discussion of such controversial topics and lifestyle choices should be left up to parents. PBS Kids should not introduce this to young children. What the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> it is 2019. Whores. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice period at the end of that statement. It's funny because they're saying like, it should be left up to parents to educate kids. They're giving us the example why it shouldn't. They're showing us through this letter that it should not be left up to them because they're going to fuck it up like they're doing right now. They're just proving the point of why we need shows like that. Yeah. Because their kids aren't going to fucking find it elsewhere. Yeah. What? Also, what can they watch and do at this point? You know that this is th- these are the same potato-faced fuckers that will go up to a three-year-old and ask him if he has a girlfriend yet. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, Like, no agenda there. Yeah, like, shoving... Shitbird. Shoving your... <laughs> that, you, a name you're calling them or their last name? <laughs> yeah, that, that's... Hi, I'm Cheryl Shitbird. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Shitbird. <laughs> oh, bird. I'm Cheryl Shitbird. I love Jesus and getting fucked in the ass because that's the Christian thing to do. Yeah, that's and right. potatoes. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the letter goes on, just because an issue may be legal or because some are choosing a lifestyle doesn't make it morally correct. Mm. PBS kids should stick to entertaining and providing family-friendly programming instead of pushing an agenda. Um, wait, I, did I read? I didn't read that part already. Mm. Maybe I did. This episode is a flagrant indoctrination and promotion of the homosexual lifestyle upon our impressionable young children. You know what? You're goddamn right it is <laughs> because you suck. Yep. Agreed. That's... We're trying to make sure that your shitty kids don't grow up to be shitty like you. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to de-shit the cycle. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Uh, Arthur creator Mark Brown says that the response to the episode was overwhelmingly positive. He explained to Canada's CBC, quote, It made me feel great that we were able to do something that was really helpful to so many people. Art reflects life. Life reflects art. And kids need to see what's happening in the world. The fact that he's calling his own show art, though. I <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I want to reserve the right to call this podcast art, so you better give him that one, because we're going to be pretty generous with ourselves. Uh, I'd hate to live in a world that was sanitized and censored. That's something I can't get behind. I'm not any different from millions of other families around the world that have people we love who are gay, young families, raising children. And it makes me very sad that these young families are not well represented or hardly represented at all in our media. And I don't think that's a good thing. One of the episode ideas we had was a teacher getting married, and the more we talked about it, the more we saw it as an opportunity for a learning experience and a great way to represent another part of life that so seldom gets portrayed on television. That's great. Yeah. Thanks, Arthur's Arthur creator, creator Mark Brown. Mark Brown. <laughs> we yeah, way to go, way to do it, and congrats to um, what's the name of the teacher? Ratberg. <laughs> rat. Rat. 
Ratface. Yep. Professor Ratface. Congratulations on your nuptials and upcoming anal sex celebration. I mean, we assume they did it already, right? I hope they didn't wait. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do you think there are any gay people who wait till marriage? Because until same-sex marriage passed, it'd be like, we gotta wait till marriage, which is like, <laughs> sorry, we might, it, this might not happen. Yep. Obergefell started all the butt sex. Yep, that's what started it. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's enough about Arthur. Okay. Such a weird looking <laughs> creature thing. Um, Did we land on what he is? No. No, oh, like a uh, hairless monkey who's got hit by a truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay good yeah okay we settled we got it we got there okay kyle mike something has happened and it must be stopped what's that netflix has announced breakout show next in fashion starring tan france <gasps> from queer eye oh speaking of petitions do you have <laughs> i will watch it and i will be happy for him but he better not goddamn french tuck anything you know he's doing the french tuck <laughs> this show's probably called the french tuck <laughs> well okay so it's basically project runway with tan oh. uh, as near as i can tell the 10 episode show will see competitors fight for the chance to win a two hundred fifty thousand dollar prize an opportunity to debut their collection with luxury faction retail fashion luxury fashion retailer net a porter um it's him and uh some model i've never heard of and they are it, it, it's a high stakes competition series coming soon featuring some of the world's best and quietly innovative designers who compete for a chance to become the next big name in fashion hmm. project runway yeah i mean the cool thing right now about being in netflix is like any it seems like any area they have a gap in they just kind of like fill it with any show yeah i feel like <laughs> gay people give us a gap we'll fill it <laughs> there is a gaping gay gap in the media in the speaking of the media entertainment media so i mean i feel like people might be like oh like drag race on logos huge hugely popular maybe we should keep making more gay things for gay people to watch gay stuff Gay. Hey, this guy's gay. Hey, fashion, that's gay. Let's make a show about it. Hmm. He, he also recently published a memoir called Naturally Tan, which I think oh, is fantastic. Oh, that's perfect. He, uh, Does that make up for the French tuck? No. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> Just nothing. Nothing. Nothing can redeem that abortion of a look. <laughs> Were the French tucks banned in Alabama? <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. I'm going to start a reverse one called the Irish tuck where you tuck it in the back. <laughs> just the back though. <laughs> yep. The Irish tuck. My, yeah. My Netflix series is coming in 20. The thing is I've done the 22. Irish tuck before because sometimes I will wear a t-shirt with a jacket over it. Like a, like a, like a blazer oh like a and, like and a regular t-shirt like a and i don't want the t-shirt to stick, stick out the back so i tuck the t-shirt I, I irish tuck the t-shirt <laughs> i love this this is a, if you or someone you know has done an irish tuck please write into gayish we want to hear your stories um also i learned from this article that um apparently queer eye is doing what they're calling a reverse marie kondo and they're going to japan for a spin-off series later this year 
I thought they were going to trash people's houses. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. We add more clothes to your wardrobe. Once again, after the break, we're going to go tchotchke shopping. <laughs> yes. <coughs> uh, okay. That, I mean, just go where she's from. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you want to win $250,000 designing articles of clothing, just figure out a way to put a French tuck in there and Oh, you're guaranteed to win. Dan, Tan picks you for sure. <sighs> That's it. That's enough news <laughs> That's for the today. News? Yeah, I, I'm. We're trying to shorten the news up a little bit. I think. Yeah, we're well. We're we've we've, we, we've gotten to like the topic at minute forty yeah, sometimes here yeah. recently. So we'll see what. And hey, everyone, tell us what you like, or do we care what they like? I don't really know how, how we stand on our audience yet. Um, give us your supportive opinions. Um, we care marginally if they're in the facebook group or patreon okay okay yeah everyone else take it take it take what we <laughs> what, take the gaps we fill for you and you can't do anything about it um okay yeah let's talk about boobs you want to talk about boobs yeah boobs 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 um oh notable absence again dan garlington yeah he said he wishes he was here too i believe he said he wished he could motorboat us yeah he did he <laughs> yeah, did yeah so we have unfortunately missed I mean, out on that opportunity he's back from vacation but apparently got fucked so hard he's broken <laughs> <laughs> your words not his <laughs> yeah just to just I to guarantee, really clear oh, I guarantee that's, that's okay. what's going on yeah um you know so, every now and then we all just want to get fucked into weird <laughs> shells of the human we used to be uh that sounds so great yep dan just put some salve in it what's salve salve like like ointment I don't know what that is. Can you can you put that in your butt though? Does that repair your internal <laughs> that's organs? That's what he needs. <laughs> okay. That's what he needs. Um when what was your first boob experience? Oh, can God. we start there? Okay, yeah, sure. Uh you mean in a sexual way. Uh, well, I mean, now I'm curious what you mean. Well, my my mother breadfest me. Uh oh. Breadfest? Breastfed. Bre Breastfeed it. Breast fode? Roost fod. <laughs> What's wrong with my mouth? I've had one beer. Um, my mother breastfed Yeah, no, I don't me. necessarily need to hear about... Breastfeeding is lovely and beautiful and ladies should do oh. it everywhere in public, but... I'm having some PTSD now. <laughs> Getting breastfed? <laughs> no. Oh. What? No, it's uh, post-tit stress disorder. <laughs> I... I... Uh, uh, so when I was um, a tween, so I was like 10, 11, 12 years old, the uh, the neighbor girl would uh, babysit from time to time. She was in high school. Okay. I was in, you know, late elementary school, early junior high. And Nervous about where the story is going. You should be. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, this, this boy came over who was a classmate of hers and they were doing homework or whatever. Mm, and Was her name homework? <laughs> yeah but um i don't know how it happened but he got really physically aggressive with her Ugh. and pulled her boob out of of like her shirt um and she was crying and really upset and yeah. like a girl got sexually assaulted in my kitchen now that i think about it i haven't thought about that story wow. in a million years thanks for fucking me up again kyle <laughs> great <laughs> surprise episode over i'm gonna go cry Let's think about the ways they you're fucked up, Mike. Let's name another one. Um, I Not, and then there's movies, of course, movies and TV. I kind of okay. Speaking of boobs and babysitting, I was babysitting these kids once, and I didn't do it too often. You show them your boobs. 
<laughs> this guy came over, my boob came out. No, I, we shouldn't, I shouldn't, that sounds horrible. That is definitely sexual assault. No, um, this is different. I didn't babysit too often, but so we watched Austin Powers because they were apparently allowed to do that. The movie was queued up and whatever. The older kid though, when it got near the end, it was the Austin Powers where like, they go, there's a naked lady standing there and, and Mike Myers holds up like a bunch of like things in front of the girl's boobs to be like, yep. you almost see him, but then he holds up coconuts and then yep. a painting and then whatever. Jugs of milk. Yeah. And then finally, oh, I just got it. Um, <laughs> She's making tea and she pours milk. Jugs. Out of, yeah, out and of, milk. Out yeah. of the jugs. That's, that's funny. That's gold. That's comedy gold. Should we just recite Austin Powers here? Should we just read the script for Austin Powers? Okay. Uh, would you rather be Austin or Dr. Evil? Um, I don't think I can do accents. So can I just be Vern Troyer? Or... Okay. Yeah. Okay. This will be good. Um, no. Okay. So we were getting, we were watching that part and the older of the two kids was like, they actually show boobs. Like that's the final gag is like, you actually see her exposed boobs. And the kid was like, my brother can't see that. So I like blocked it until it was over. Great. Missed it. What a good babysitter. Well, then I went to rewind the V. <laughs> the vhs tape which back in the day was just pressing the rewind button and it went backwards yeah and boobs more boobs and then they saw them i wasn't i forgot about the backwards part where it would show those again <laughs> so i didn't really do great as a babysitter eh. at least in that time did you get paid probably yeah were you invited back <laughs> no but i don't know but i was there like subbing anyway i wasn't you were a substitute baby teacher baby teacher <laughs> a substitute babysitter yeah yeah i wasn't like their regular babysitter don't put that on your resume did it. <laughs> it's not it's one of those things if you don't get invited back for seconds like <laughs> the first one just pretend it didn't happen like hookups you know mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. yeah anyway um block yeah what if <laughs> what's your first sexual encounter no one needs to hear a story about you breastfeeding uh let's see oh i um i made out with this girl in the car my first kiss was in a car and there was just a little bit of like Ooga. no it <laughs> <laughs> was very subtle of you no that was my first boob experience i was just like my first kiss was making out with a girl in the back of a car while a friend drove us around uh, uh -huh. Uh -huh. it's weird mm -hmm. <laughs> No, but did, did you touch him? Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, just, just real, lot of saliva. Nope. No, but just kids messing around. Like, I had no idea what I was doing. Did you touch him? Yeah. How'd that go? Um, it was fine. It was fine. Mm. I mean, I was expecting it to be awesome, so mm. th that was a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, <laughs> but it seems like it's not, I think people would expect it to be like this. Gay men and boobs have this kind of expectations or like people think you'll be grossed out or that you'll love them and want to play with them. And you're, or you're like, there are a lot of expectations around, but like, it really was just like awkward. Yeah. Teenage. So I just, uh, kind of similar like i <clears throat> with one of my girlfriends uh we were at my place alone which is usually like you know sweet for anyone else it'd be like yeah and i was like should what put, am i doing but let's get it on in the background <laughs> yeah no i sang it while i was <laughs> I'll be really trying. she's like shh, shh. And I'm like, yeah, baby. 
Trying to hold her back. She's like, stop it. She took out her tits just to shut me up. No. Um, so like taking off a bra, I don't know, not my strong suit. I got it off and I was like, great. And then the phone rang. Oh god. And I was like, oh, I have to get that. I didn't have to get that. I just <laughs> needed to like and then I answered the phone. I was like, my parents were gonna be back in like, I don't know, 30 minutes or something. Something that uh, I feel like you know, more assertive straight guys would be like 20 minutes. I can get it done in half of that. You know, yeah, like this yeah, is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, my parents are coming back. You got, I like walked back in on her still without her. Bra you gotta on go. the, and I was like, <laughs> man, my parents, I'm so sorry. And it was like, because I, I totally want to do this now. I would love to place my uh, hands on top of your titular region. So sad that those so have to this go away. Is really disappointing, <laughs> man. <laughs> man i'm gonna be kicking the tire outside tonight um and like you know that's one of those and then later i broke up with her in the most honest way i think i've broken up with anyone in from that time i was like i, I really just didn't like your boobs <laughs> it was specifically your boobs that's why no i was like on, i dated her for three months and i was like honestly i'm just like not happy and i don't know why and i just feel like i need to figure that out which, like, at that time, being in the closet in high school, I was pretty... In Texas? Uh, in Texas, yeah. <laughs> I was pretty uh, pretty upfront yeah, for what I was... You know, I didn't go into all the details, but... That's really nice. Maybe that was, like, my... I know you... Maybe this is why we have different opinions about Beyonce's interview, where she, like, says she'll get personal but doesn't reveal information. Like, mm -hmm. to me, that's, like... That was as personal as I could get then, but I didn't go into all the details, but that was my Beyonce personal interview moment. Did that metaphor make sense? You're right, Kyle. In this, in this, I've realized you're just like Beyonce. Oh my God, thank you so much. I knew it was going to be in episode 120. <laughs> We're at 120 to 140, I was really aiming for that Beyonce zone, so yep. I'm so glad it made sense. I'm so glad it worked out. Yep. Yep. Oh, 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 baby. No? Okay, I'll stop. Uh, do you want to talk about biting boobs? <laughs> yes, I do. I didn't know I wanted to until this moment. Because you did it. I did it? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I did that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, no, I... My, my, you thought I was going to talk about me. I, well, I thought you were about to launch into a boob-biting segment, <laughs> which I... At, okay. No, you mean tell my story about biting a boob. Yeah. Yeah, I went home once uh, when I was really drunk uh, and in San Francisco. Okay. Yeah, San Francisco. Do you leave your heart there? I left my heart on there. <laughs> eh, I'll think of a better one and insert it later. Um, and I took this um, in retrospect. At the time, I was calling her trans woman, but I don't know. I realized later I assumed that. So I don't know female presenting person that pretty likely had fake boobs because of how she was like, we were making out, got her top off. And he like was telling me like, bite them and that so of course i mean i've talked about why do people, people want you to bite them why do people want me to bite parts of their body that you shouldn't normally bite this has happened to dicks too i've talked about this in um in our live show about oral mm -hmm. man this is weird and i'm not 
<laughs> Your I'd face doesn't think... say bite me, please. Like, <laughs> no, it says do the. It says my teeth might say like them some good biting yep, teeth. Yep. <laughs> um, call me Mike Tyson because I got some chompers. Um, uh, so she was like, bite him, and of course, like just like the dick I talked about, like when you're first told to bite something on a, someone's body, it's like a soft, like, yeah, gum that a little well, bit. Yeah. A little, just a little nibble. Like, and then she's like, no bite him. And she had to do like, I'm, I swear, same story as with the dick, like three or four times. She's like, no harder, no harder. And finally I was like, I don't, don't want to do, I am going to rip this woman's nipple off with my teeth. This <laughs> yeah. is like, I'm sure I wasn't that close, but it was like, anyway, I was like, got really nervous and then stopped it there and went home. Oh. Oh. Could that have been a cisgendered woman? No. No? Uh Oh, shit. I probably shouldn't make assumptions. I, I don't know. I do not know anything about the bottom anatomy, the uh. bottom portion of her body. Oh, all right. Or his body. Or their body. Yeah. Touch my body. Throw me on the floor. Mariah Carey. Yeah. That's my next goal is to make you think that I'm Mariah Carey. <laughs> no. Thank you. Nope. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> they have, to, I mean, they have to be fake boobs to bite that hard on them, right? I don't know. Aren't your nipples dead to you? Yeah, but I don't want, but like bite, just like any part of my body, if you bite them, they will hurt. Like it's like if you bite my toe, it's going to, I'm going to be like, ow, you know? I mean, maybe if you had like a prosthetic or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I think, I mean, even fake breasts, breast implants, I shouldn't say fake, they're real. They're just not, <laughs> you didn't grow them yourself. Uh, if you didn't. You're, uh, <laughs> breast implants are still like they go you're, under yeah, like your, your skin still around yeah I, I have no idea do I look like a mosquito maybe <laughs> is that why my face says it should be doing some good biting on I guess I don't know yeah so I've, I've, I've experienced a boob or two in my life were both the dicks that wanted you to bite them giant did we establish that was a thing um they were both uncut. Yeah, they were both bigger on the bigger size side. Yeah. yeah. Mm. These boobs are pretty big too. Great. Yeah. Maybe like big sexual organs love being bitten. Weigh in on that, kids. <laughs> Send us videos. <laughs> Send Mike videos. Yeah? He can tell Kyle about them later. Uh, I, I just this week somebody dm'd me on instagram to send me their dick because like they just knew you didn't want it oh well if it's if you have a nice one send it to both it's of nice us one. Yeah. oh I well like then it. rude <laughs> that was mean <laughs> um okay who who do you want to do you have things uh, yeah so next i just wanted to talk about the etymology of the word boob where do you think the word oh, boob came from great i mean it came from a sixth grader like <laughs> aristotle was like a sixth grader and he was like teehee if i write this on a calculator it, or an abacus it spells out boobs or something <laughs> <laughs> You had to cut. Click, 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 click. Yeah. Move the beads like yeah. this. Yeah. And put look, them in your butt. Look, it was <laughs> put them in your butt. I don't know. Because <laughs> they're anal beads? Yeah. The, the abacus. My abacus is built with anal beads. <laughs> they probably did. I mean, at that time. <laughs> you got to do what you can with what you have. Pederasty? More like pet and nasty. 
Um, Great. <laughs> no, I don't know. Why don't you tell me? Mm. Okay, so um, this is from the website todayifoundout.com. And so, todayifoundout.com? Todayifoundout.com. Oh, okay. Dot com. <laughs> That's very conveniently named because it's true. Yep. Yep. Um, so there's an old joke that posits that the word boob came about because it serves as a visual representation of what a pair of breasts look like from three viewing angles above it's a capital b the front is two o's and the side is a b oh <laughs> respectively which th- it's not true that's but it's a good story preposterous like a capital b <laughs> lowercase oob yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> but silly um and then so the word boob has been around for a really long time to mean idiot um, oh, I have heard that. Wait, which came first? Like that guy's the boob such a or the boob. idiot? Spell come. Um, <laughs> uh, so, like booby traps are traps for dumb people. Oh. Or the booby bird is um, oh. so named because it looks goofy running around with his giant ass flapper feet. <laughs> um, so, according to the Oscar. Uh, Fuck my mouth today. What is wrong with it? <laughs> I didn't think it sounded that bad until you started <laughs> cursing on, on live podcasts. Mike, this is a family show. This is national. One Million Moms is now up in arms. <laughs> We're promoting a gay lifestyle. and a- I would pay at least eight dollars to see <laughs> one of the one million moms listen to our podcast oh, i wouldn't care what episode no nope. i wouldn't even want to hear it while she was hearing it i would just want her to the have video like just the video of her with the headphones on <laughs> listening and oh see God. like the real-time reaction oh that sounds like a beautiful work of art like yeah listen to like watch a one million mom face react <laughs> to horrifying things that even we don't think we should be saying yeah yeah you want to you want to talk about a way to get our youtube presence yeah going. oh yeah there you go um okay so <laughs> according to the oxford english dictionary the earliest written example of the word boob being used to specifically describe breasts comes from the 1934 novel tropic of cancer the quote is she was lying on the divan with her boobies in her hands <laughs> I can't even say it. (laughs) Really, we're boobies? Yeah. That's where we're at? That's our comedy levels? Yep. Okay, The author of that masterpiece, Henry Miller, is often also credited for the first recorded use of the slight modification boobs that occurred in another product of his literary genius published in 1949 called Sexus, in which he states... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Jesus, Mike. I can't. (laughs) <laughs> I, can't. Oh. I can't fucking read this you're turning a little red <laughs> it's not to warrant not to draw more attention to it but okay <laughs> okay boom i don't know how i'm gonna get through this <laughs> you, you just have to do Just like if you were touching a boob, you just got to power through it. I felt her sloshy boobs joggling. (laughs) (laughs) This is an 7-Eleven. Don't use sloshy. I felt her sloshy boobs joggling me, but I was too intent on pursuing the ramifications of Coleridge's amazing mind to let her vegetable appendages disturb me. (laughs) Is she in a coma? If so, that's, this is a different, this is not sexual, this is just assault. Oh, God. What vegetable do her appendages remind him of? 
something sloshy. <laughs> something like a old cabbage that's been in there for like six months. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> I just... <sighs> but the fact that that's the first time the word boobs appeared in print... <laughs> It's just, oh right it's just, trying to bring us back to the etymology it's just beautiful it's, it's just beautiful i imagine being known like you write a bunch of shit and like you'd spend all that time on your work and then later people are like this guy said boobs first <laughs> you know you'd kind of yeah. be like okay sure but like i got my doctorate in linguistics yeah so i wrote I 10 write. books <laughs> is that really all you oh god um etymologists don't agree and they don't generally think that it is the same etymology as the word boob meaning dummy stupid mm. um those morphed from different words yeah. into the same yeah. word oh. um so the evidence seems to indicate that boobs meaning breasts um came via the word bubby it's not like your aunt or grandma or something in jewish oh that's bubula oh really okay that's close. I think that's what a grandmother calls her grandchild in in Yiddish or Hebrew, Bubula. I thought Bubby was like a Jewish grandmother. Babushka. I don't know. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I don't know, Bubby. Um, meaning breast. And as to where Bubby came from, the two leading theories are either via the German booby. <laughs> it's, it's it's a U with an umlaut over it. B U umlaut B B I, meaning teat. Um, oh, the U with two dots, the umlaut. Reminder of breast too. <laughs> dot 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 dot. Nipple nipple. <laughs> that is a that is a well stacked U. Okay. <laughs> um. So, boobs. Uh, so there actually has has been a study that boobs is uh like the least offensive slang term for breasts that exist in the English language. That all of the other examples are. Yeah. Like less good, like tits or titties, chesticles, milk Chesticle. jugs, <laughs> jugs, fun bags. These all sound um, like what people called boobs in like the sixties. Well, <laughs> I mean, can you think of any others? Uh, I mean, breasts. Uh, that, yeah, that's a nice way to. I've heard fun bags before. I've never heard that, and um, that would make me think of testicles again or chesticles. I that's. That's a weird example. That seems like a... Re what else would it... Tits, uh, uh, milk cannons. <laughs> <laughs> milk cannons. Yeah. Great. Uh, uh, Twin Peaks. Tetons. <laughs> Teton? That sounds like something that like Spock found in Star Trek. Utters. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Call... Ask a human female... <laughs> what her utter size is and see how that goes down yep that'd be funny don't do it i think that's pretty much all i have um then did i even answer it i don't think i answered it i mean you told us what you can tell but we talked about it yeah and i'm I've had the most difficult sentence i've ever had to read <laughs> i just the adjective sloshy <laughs> that's just not how i think about that sounds like a gay man's description of a boob. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. It was wiggle sure. waggling. Yeah. Well, especially when he's like, because I'm trying to pay attention to this her other mind? thing. Like, um, I want to get to her mind. I want to get to her mind. No, we shouldn't. There are straight men who like women's minds as well. Um, let me tell you about gay men's fascination with boobs. Yeah. 
gay men are fascinated with boobs. That's like a okay. I was gonna make sure that was like a pretty well known thing. Like gay men and women have a special kind of relationship. A lot of times it's good. Sometimes it's weird or dysfunctional. Yeah. Or inappropriate. Like families are. Just like families. Hopefully not inappropriate in the same way. <laughs> Although sometimes someone grabs your boobs and <laughs> families, gay men at all. Um, so <laughs> sometimes grandma's tits just look real nice <laughs> and you just can't help but honk a honk it. But don't get her pregnant in Alabama. She's got to have it. No, she's got. Oh, my God. You'd be like birthing your own. <laughs> something what is that to you grandfather no <laughs> <laughs> uncle <laughs> your uncle son your uh, your your aunt daughter your uh, your ne- your family's next homicide victim because you're killing that baby right when it comes <laughs> the second it can't it can be homicided instead of aborted you're killing it yeah this is the episode we should play for the million moms <laughs> If, if abortion isn't legal, just resort to young child homicide, everybody. Great. It's fine. Um, okay, so a couple stories I want to... There are not any stats on how gay men feel about or how many have touched women's boobs. It's, it's that I just anecdotal. Um, so yeah, a couple things that I wanted to read. There's apparently a very uh, famous, the most famous gay man and female boob grab, perhaps in history... Uh, Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Did he grab it? Oh no, he ripped the thing off. That okay, never mind. That's that might be it. Okay, second. Wait, I just got it. Yeah. I want to rock your body yeah. only if you're a boy. <laughs> I'm Justin Timberlake, and I like boys. That's how. Gammy dick. <laughs> Get a thundering dick. Um, no, we respect how you identify. You identify as the way you identify. But Justin Timberlake's definitely gay. Okay. Um. On January 16th, 2006, there was a troubling interaction, as this news article called it, between Scarlett Johansson, Mm. age 21 at this time, Mm -hmm. and Isaac Mizrahi, then 44. So he's a gay fashion designer. So on the red carpet of the Golden Globes, I think it was, he reached over and like touched, it was like touch the bottom of her boob and like the side boob yeah, not that it matters don't fucking no, touch yeah, yeah, women yeah, but yeah it, it wasn't a, a full like dudes don't touch people don't, without their consent i mean that's the that's what this whole <laughs> you kind of got to the conclusion of the, you, you arrived at the moral of the story pretty quickly so i guess that's good but yeah like if you're gay even if you're gay you don't get to just walk up to women and touch their boobs it doesn't matter what you're sexually into or not into like really just walking up and touching random people you don't know like yeah. Eh, don't don't really do that um maybe maybe don't maybe just don't do that <laughs> just leave your hands just keep your hands to yourself um what song am i thinking of can't keep my hands to myself do the opposite of what selena gomez told you yeah just keep your hands to yourself that's a less interesting song it's about respecting boundaries <laughs> <laughs> and sitting quietly beside someone on a couch um so later so i can understand like this almost seemed so this is long before me too which is what this article that i was reading was pointing out and um scarlett johansson at first was like what's happening i think she actually said that and then she kind of like went along with it which is kind of the perfect 
representation of the Me Too movement of like, especially a lot of entertainment and performers. Like if you're on TV, live TV, and someone's grabbing your boob. Is what's his name? Um, gay. Itzek Rabin, whatever his name is. <laughs> Isaac Mizrahi. Mizrahi. Is he gay? Yes, he is. Are we sure? Uh, I I mean, what was that episode you were talking about? The test that they wanted some dude, conservative dude, was like, show me him sucking a dick. Yeah. I must see him, his blowjob. Yeah. No, I have not seen Isaac Mizrahi blowing a dude. Um, but you have seen him touch boobs. I, yeah, interesting. <laughs> so straight. Such a straight move. I, I mean, sexually assaulting yeah. a woman. That's yeah, a straight yeah. dude move, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, Every day. Uh later so but she just went along with it and the way she described okay well i'll say his first because i um he said when asked about it later this wasn't nasty this was are you wearing a bra in fittings i do that all the time also in fittings you probably like hopefully like have some kind of consent of like Hey, we're going to be real close. I'm going to see you in this way. Like, or hopefully in fittings, there aren't cameras around. Yeah. Yeah. Very. <laughs> yes. A lot of reasons that hopefully that's different than this. She just walks up and he reaches out and touches her boob. Uh, she, um, seemed uncomfortable at first kind of went along with it, which I think is what a lot of people would do. And especially when you're entertainers or performers, like you're kind of supposed to go along with things, especially like actors, they assume everyone just assumes that, your whatever especially like you know i think of like the snl people like whatever yeah. is, is being set up or whatever like you're used to doing for your improv team you all just keep it going because yeah, that's yeah. what you're meant to do mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. like this is weird like you just go along with it so later she was like you know it was like uncomfortable but like what was i gonna do and like also it later became kind of a bigger deal than it was which i also see as like you know, we've talked about this when we've, I mean, even when I got my pee grabbed, it's like, oh, that was weird. I was uncomfortable and I left, but also like, I don't need to file police charges. I don't need yeah. to yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's also like, <clears throat> you know, on the scale of things, like, I don't know. I don't, I didn't, I kind of moved on and it sounded like that was her attitude as well. Um, but it's still like a mess of thing too. So uh, another article that had a really good example um, it was in an article called on Mel Magazine. Mel Magazine. Yes. Great. Founded by one of the uh, Spice Girls. <laughs> was it really? No. <laughs> one of their names. Mel. Um, Mel B. That's a very gay joke. But our British audience. The only thing I got is either in like Mel, Mel's Diner. Kiss my grits. It, nope. it was, no? Okay. Straight or, um No, it's just an old reference. Oh, That's okay. a show from the... 70s and 80s we were on our we were literally about to win a british uh, podcasting award just then until you ruined it by not knowing great you win them by spice girls comments <laughs> that's great. how you earn them jerry hollowell <laughs> great we won okay we won oh uh are you gonna move on from scarlett johansson yes oh because i'm i'm kind of like are do you still like her after she stole your man um wait ryan reynolds no she and colin jost got engaged this weekend Oh, wait, was she ever, did she date Ryan Reynolds? Did I make that up? I don't anyway, know. I, um, I hope Colin so. Colin Jost, uh, <clears throat> it's just like, obviously you don't want anyone's sex tapes to get stolen and uploaded to the cloud where you can then illegally download them. Right. But. Right. I wouldn't wish that on anybody but Ryan Reynolds. But, no, I was going to say, but Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost. Not that I wish, oh. that would be a good 
I think that'd be pretty good to watch. Think so? Yeah, yeah that'd be pretty good. I've seen his it. mouth is so big and his eyes are too close together. He can swallow her entire teat. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to bite. He can just consume it all. <laughs> um, women love that. Um, I think Scarlett Johansson has often been my like go to when I was younger. Like just pretend you're into someone. Oh no, her Jessica Alba. Between the two of them, those have been my like. I'm into women. Who's your favorite? One of them. I always said Halle Berry. Then I like not only looked straight but progressive because she's she's not totally white. (laughs) She's black. Is that weird? (laughs) Why did you say not totally white? I don't know. Because my mouth does weird things. (laughs) Okay. Were you like? Putting it seemed like you were cushioning a little bit in case she's not necessarily black or something. Yeah, I don't know how black she is. That's true. Maybe none of us do. Um, hey Kyle, hey Mike, we're all black on the inside because you swallowed tar. <laughs> what because it's dark in there? Oh, because of our dark, dark souls. Okay, <laughs> and lack of light penetrating our skin into our body oh, cavity. Oh, you were talking about on the like a real physical level, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why haven't African-Americans been stressing this in the civil rights movement? <laughs> They're really missing a golden opportunity. Yep. You're black on the inside. Yep. <laughs> I don't think we fixed anything yet. Um, in an article on Mel Magazine. <laughs> um, article on Mel Magazine by C. Brian Smith called When Gay Men and Straight Women Sexually Harass Each Other. Um, there was several stories. One of them is uh, 27-year-old Tierney Finster, who uh, said she has been sexually harassed and groped by gay men without her consent far more than she's ever been by straight men. Um, she said, quote, at Charlie XCX's birthday party, I had a gay guy I didn't know walk up and grab both my boobs and nuzzle his face between them. It was unwanted and super embarrassing. I was stunned. How did she know he was gay? She said, well, she goes on, I think because it was a gay party. Okay. I don't know how she... I mean, straight guys, go to a gay party and just walk up to straight chicks and accost them. Yeah. You'll get away with it. Yeah. Well, Kevin Spacey thought he could do that, walk into gay places and then accost people, but that didn't... But straight dudes get away with a lot more. Um, It's better than going the Bill Cosby route. Yes, true. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this... Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. How's this going? I think we cut all of it. Um... (laughs) Tierney Finster said uh, she felt helpless. She was one of 10 women at this party with a uh, hundred muscly gay guys in their space. Wait, where was this? <laughs> <laughs> would like to get fondled. At a, maybe you didn't know it's uh, we're making light of seriously. Don't grab like, don't grab anyone. Don't grab you, anyone anywhere. Unless you have their, all their boobs matter. <laughs> uh, like also yeah. don't, don't touch. Yeah. Lady parts. Um, and she said, made sense, quote, I didn't feel comfortable making a big scene or advocating for why I didn't feel it was okay because I felt like the culture of the party was one of debauchery, mm. which I can, as a gay person, understand, like, there are all these representations of how gay men and women act together. And I think Will and Grace is the easiest example, like, cultural reference point that I have and I think a lot of people have of, you know, they do violate those boundaries but in a way that's okay for their friendship yeah yeah but is and is not meant to be a model for how we should act around women and i've you know like i'm uncomfortable all the time much less like i think women expect me to be like like 
oh, like super chill gay guy. Like, oh, I can do whatever. I can take off all my clothes and that's, you don't care. Oh, like touch him. Like one chick, like that is roommate. Carly tries to show you her boobs all the time. That's true. To her credit, it's pretty funny. Like we have a relationship <laughs> that that's okay. It's kind of funny. Like after I like am done with the, either I missed it because I just didn't care and didn't spot it <laughs> or a little bit of a shock. That's a funny joke. <clears throat> I, I think uh for our for our friendship context mm -hmm. um but like there's this one chick that lives in a building i probably also shouldn't woman um that lives in the building um uh by me that i see sometimes and she's always like oh, auntie oh hey how are you like i'm just not like i don't know you like you're a female and i'm gay and that's the, like that is the holding like the bond holding us together yeah we don't I don't know. I forget your name. Is that why she calls me auntie? Cause she forgets my name too. I don't know. Like it. Maybe you introduced yourself that way to her yeah, once. I was maybe drunk and I was like, I'm aunt Kyle. <laughs> you can call me auntie. Like, I don't know. I, I think there's this assumed closeness when you're a gay man and a straight woman and that you are best friends and that, and that it is uncomfortable to then be like, I know we're supposed to be cool with this, but I don't want to do this. Or I'm like, yeah. similar as like, don't slap my ass just cause I'm in a gay club. Like that doesn't, th I think there's a lot of issues of consent that even the gay world needs to work on. Yep. Absolutely. Gay on gay, gay on straight chick, mm -hmm. straight chick on gay. Yep. Um, I mean, do you I wonder if this is a problem with like lesbians. My, my, my guess is that they, that they, they don't like, that, yeah. that dynamic is not present, but that that's like, I don't know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There it's literally impossible for us to be at in all lesbian events because if we are there, then it is not that. So we can't relate the, that experience. Can we sneak in sometime? We're going to do a Tyra Banks style. We're going to wear lesbian suits, like mm -hmm. lesbian mm -hmm. outfits. Mm -hmm. You have the hair for it already. <laughs> Don't change a thing. And we're just going to... And the facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just going to see who touches us. Okay. Now, yeah, for some reason, I would think, knowing nothing, that it would be a, like a more respectful environment when everyone is a lesbian, like everyone is female. Is that fair to say? I'm trying to make sure I'm doing good on my gender... If you're lesbian, you're female. Which, which is worse? Because I have like I have this archetype in my head of, of both things being a thing. Which is re react to this: a gay guy saying to a straight girl, "Show me your boobs." Mm -hmm. A straight girl saying to a gay guy, "Show me your dick." I well, I feel like the one that would occur more is the gay man asking the woman to show her your boobs. Like, I don't think, but I think that's just like the general deal. Like people, like when you're out in a club, no one wants a sweaty, soft dick to come out to look at. I like, do. No. <laughs> like, but if you want a dick to come out, I want to like do so. I'm going to, I want it for sexual reasons. I want to get it hard. I want to do stuff with like, not just like show us your tits is like, I want to look at boobs and this is a funny social thing. Like that same you don't have that same like fun social dynamic of like here's a soft dick and it smells a little musky because i've been dancing you know mm. like that's not a fun experience for anyone yeah not i'm not saying whipping your tits out is fun for anyone but it's just isn't it also thing sort of a trope of like lesbians asking their gay friends to show them their penis like 
just like see what it looks like. Yeah. There was something I avoided. I just didn't like in looking up things about this. It was like gay men touch a woman's boob for the first time and react. And like, I don't know. It's, I mean, I can see like the premise is kind of funny. Like I can see where the, the humor is not, but I just didn't care to look that up or it's, I don't know. I think it does kind of, here's where we get into like being really critical of something that's not that big. I don't care to, if everyone wants, to, if you're, if you're okay with that, great. It's probably get some funny reactions, whatever. But sometimes I can play into the bigger, like gay men thinks boobs and vaginas are gross, which I'm trying to work on. Yeah. And like, they're not gross. And also like touching them for the first time. I think that also speaks to like, we've both had experiences with boobs when we were growing up and and a whole marriage but yeah <laughs> oh right and more you went past the boobs to more <laughs> it's boobs and then marriage <laughs> i just went to the first step but yeah like w- we touch boobs like we've had that experience and when it happens it's not a huge deal i mean it's kind of notable but it's not like life-changing whereas now they're trying to make it out as like oh my god ridiculous gay men have never ever touched a boob and they like yeah what does it feel like and ha- you know it's just kind of I don't know. It feels weird to me. I just didn't. I just that wasn't what I wanted to explore. Yeah. Your your boob exploration ended up elsewhere. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Where did your boob exploration take you? Do you have something else to talk about? No. Oh, then should I tell you something else? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna boob explore I just, I just over here. Pat- I just have the Patreon segment. Oh, left. Do you want to tease it? What is the Patreon segment? Oh wait, I do have a I do have a I didn't I didn't even write this one down because I can do it just from memory. Oh like, like okay. It's the it's that's the that's sorry, I was confused. You're right. I have a thing. Oh, okay. It can go now, it can go later. It's very disturbing. Maybe I'll do mine first and then you can we can end on the disturbing thing. Great. Okay. One more um area that I explored is binding. Oh yeah. Do you know what binding is? Strap those things down because you don't want them to be there. No. It is the spell that neutralizes the the twin the three sisters in Charmed. Yep, yep. And then their mom died, and then they became unbound. And they so mote start... it be. <laughs> what? So mote it be. What's that? That's what. That's what Wiccans say. Oh, I don't think the Charm sisters say that. Okay, great. You should ask. What's her fuck about it? What's her name? Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano, the one that you would think of. Is, <laughs> I'm sure there are other ones have names too. Um, if, if saying Spice Girl names gets us British pop awards, I think saying the Charm Sisters names gets us American podcasting awards, right? Is that the equivalent? <laughs> Charmed is our Spice Girls. Yeah, and th- now every meeting we have, we're just trying to figure out how to get awards. How to w- <laughs> exactly and we're clearly well on our way no yes you're right uh binding uh trans men uh sometimes do that to uh help give them more male presenting chess um and i want to be careful about not generalizing not everyone does it not everyone feels the need to but it is a common thing among um female male transgender people um it can help reduce their dysphoria um, at, similar to, you know, other like gender, like ways to present your, uh, real gender. Um, and it's a common step in the transition process often before 
or maybe people people can't or can't yet get uh, gender confirmation surgery. So this is a step to at least uh, help reduce dysphoria um, in the meantime. Yeah. Um, do you know much about like how people do it or the the dangers or the so I tips or I, I've heard like uh like an ace bandage mm-hmm. wrapped like mm-hmm. a million times around you. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> That's real. Yes, that okay. is okay. So, I also was interested, like, uh, if I don't know if there's any truth to this, but some part of my brain thinks that it's true. So I'm going to say it mm-hmm. that if you start early enough that and and keep your binding on enough that it can help maintain a flatter chest as you're oh. going through as you're developing. It's just like if you do what is it if you do gymnastics you like from younger age it like kind of stops your puberty which is why they're all so little. Yeah, I think that's because they all starve. Oh well, but short starving can't make you shorter. (laughs) I I lost weight vertically. Really? Yeah. Oh, wait, really? This is the section called hypotheses and guesses. You you know you you made me think of mom. uh, She she sometimes she says um, uh, uh, she's just short for her weight. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. That's so good. Um, But I'm tall, so I'm but I'm still somehow tall for my weight. Short for your weight. So I should be tall, even taller than six foot three. Yeah. Okay still overweight oh man like if you were seven foot tall i'd be perfect this <laughs> this is my target weight damn it okay anyhow yes um th- don't use ace bandages or duct tape those are some of the things duct tape i think <laughs> what <laughs> i mean don't i uh, don't just don't use duct tape for anything don't, on your body. Don't really duct tape any part of you, I guess. Is they I don't... guess drag queens duct tape their conkin balls, too, maybe. They duct tape them? Mm. You better shave first, because otherwise ripping that shit off is going to it's gonna take a patch of grass with it. I also made that up. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So my assumption is that when these are inexpensive things that are lying around the house, and so... What? <laughs> <laughs> just like let's take a look around we're in my dining room what what could we what could we what could we, what could we no what could we strap our <laughs> brustuses down with i but <laughs> I, that yarn maybe like uh, okay go ahead if I, if I quilted into a no I, I i'm guessing it's something that's around it's powerful like it's strong durable like i could see how people especially that don't want to talk to their parents about binding their chest may take items that are around the house and use them um so in that way it's you know a a sad idea of thinking of you know this is the best i can do but it helps with my dysphoria you said you said don't do it why don't do it because um it uh when you bind you not 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 don't bind but don't use ace bandages to bind correct because uh because when the correct thing that you bind with should move a little bit with your body uh-huh. this does not this just puts it like flat down um it can restrict your breathing it can cause fluid buildup in your lungs Ooh, um if that you sounds keep it bad. on yeah and it can it can cause broken ribs i think those are the extreme examples of this um so it's you know it's it's a risky thing to try to use um it's uh, also other things you should do 
that I'm guessing these things happen with each other that then result in some of these more serious um, issues are using a binder that's too small. Okay. So in the case of like ace bandages or even bi actually buy if you buy an actual binder, try to you. Some people think you're supposed to get it a size smaller to really like mm. lock those suckers down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, don't don't do that or don't bind for more than it says eight to 12 hours at a time. If they're trying to give them don't bind more than I would think they just have one. I guess to be safe, don't bind for more than eight hours. But like, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I'm picturing people could, might use a Spanish or duct tape, do it for more than 12 hours at a time and do it too tight. And that could cause some of those serious like injuries. How long is it safe to wear a cock ring? Asking for a friend. <laughs> you should, do you have a timer? Do you need to take it out sometime <laughs> during this show? Or what's the, I don't know. I don't use cock rings. They're not part of my regular play. Me neither. Next actually. episode, cock rings. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so uh, what you should use, um, use things. A lot of people, especially if you don't want to be too out about it to your parents, uh, use sports bras. Um, but there are also like specific binders intended for um, there's a company that actually makes them for transgender people. There are a bunch of companies that create them. The one that I picked out is trans owned um, and us based. It's called GC two B. Great. I don't know what that stands for. GC two B is R2D 2s brother. <laughs> his, his trans brother. <laughs> um, and uh, specifically design, on those sites, it said they're the first garments designed and patented specifically for gender-affirming chest binding, and the designer is Marley Washington. Um, so check those out, or um, there are some nonprofits that provide free binders. Like this is a big enough of a thing in the trans community that hmm. there would be either nonprofits or people, you know, donate their binders after they've gotten top surgery. So it's both really sad that that's how it has to happen to help trans kids get the help and, you know, get the tools they need to yeah. reduce dysphoria, become happier. Like, but it's really nice that the trans community supports each other in that way. There are always those girls, like cis girls who like are like 12, 13 years old and ba-boom, double, <laughs> double D's just like immediately. And then like, it always sucks for them in gym class. Mm. Like they've got to like, wear a sports bra and, and mm -hmm. figure all of that out and i just had this thought like there's got to be some poor trans boy out there who just happened to have the genetics that like his his, his breasts are enormous yeah and that's got to really suck that, yeah which is why it's important that we need to be having the conversation the conversation around if someone knows they're trans early enough allowing them to take the course of testosterone know, taking, yeah. yeah which can help prevent like make make their kind of help guide their bodies towards its ideal form that sounds like a mighty morphin power ranger but, <laughs> but um yeah it, what and what i think is especially like one of the reasons i want to talk about this is because this is exactly the kind of thing yeah you you're a trans guy you all of a sudden have these giant boobs and you're like fuck this sucks and we've seen those stories where searching for anything related to LGBT issues gets blocked on the computers. Yeah. And yeah. like, yeah. this is the type of information that trans kids need. Like it's a simple educational thing to say, don't use ACE bandages. 
don't get a binder that's too small. Make sure you take it off to like air things out. Don't wear it off. Like those are just simple. We just need to teach people to do that. But because we don't want, because the fucking million moms want to block information, they're doing direct damage to LGBT kids who are killing themselves. Who are the, And then as a result of things like dysphoria, yeah, that, that like they are directly, uh, influencing directly causing like an increase in the suicide rate among lgbt kids um which is why your bullshit is bullshit yeah million moms buy a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt wait (laughs) read the room not the time to plug a t-shirt um yeah so hopefully i mean we say this a lot about about a lot of things if one trans kid hears that and knows not to use binders that's great and we all need to be more aware of issues that other people within our community face and i wanted to take this boobed opportunity to to bring up this one well done kyle yeah bring put some spotlights on your spotlights i think that was your breast segment yet (laughs) (laughs) uh Boobulator? I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't have a third pun. I, wish, I feel like there should have been a third pun, but I didn't have it. Yeah. Um, it's all right. Yeah. You can't win them all. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Thanks. Okay. Do you. Okay. Now no, you need more to drink. I need more to drink. Okay. And I need to pee. This is so disturbing. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, are we t- taking a break so you Just can Just like pee a, so a can... short break so that I can get more beer because. Not an like... official break? whatever if you want it to be an official break put the song here and if you oh, don't then don't I you're talking to people at home <laughs> if you want this to be official break play the song yourself and sing it press this the, the part <laughs> Mike and Kyle take a break. <laughs> press the pause button now you too can pee hit myself in the face with my headphones <laughs> that was really enjoyable for me um so we're back <laughs> we're back or never left or i'm not sure left. how i edited this we'll but well yeah um okay you said more alcohol yeah okay so my dad and i went to Juneau, alaska this weekend and while we were up there um we we traveled together from time to time and uh we got really, really wasted on Saturday, and my dad started telling me stories about stuff. Uh-oh. He's a former Washington State Patrolman, so he's seen some grisly shit in his in his life. Um, if you don't like true crime, if descriptions of true crime type stuff bothers you, then maybe just skip ahead a little bit. I don't know. Um, but he told me uh, about about the time that he got in trouble. He got formally reprimanded for drinking on the job. Oh man, that wouldn't that be the shit to be like the sheriff and like chill out and just drinking, <laughs> like playing with your badge and your gun. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. No, don't. That's not great. Don't do that. But he was a investigator, so he spent the first part of his career on the road, wearing the uniform, pulling people over on the freeway. Mm-hmm. Then he moved into the detectives division and did. Um, he was the guy on CSI that shows up with the equipment and takes all the pictures and, and oh. um, like labels all the shit and puts it into the computer. I didn't know that. Yeah. The, I only knew about the pulling people over part. Yeah. No, the second, the second like 10, 15 years of his career were doing, wow. doing forensics, mostly for uh, accidents. He did traffic accident reconstruction work. 
Um, but he, he also definitely has a show on TBS about him. Okay, yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, does he have white hair? Because that's that's my dad. <laughs> yep. Um, the only old sheriff <laughs> with white hair. Yeah, that's your dad. Um, so he got called to the scene of a homicide. This is like a personal story. Okay. Yeah, in Eastern Washington in the summertime, in a single wide trailer, which they're made, they're aluminum, and. Yeah, apparently it was like 120 degrees inside of this single wide trailer um and for whatever reason this dude the 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 guy that committed the murder uh got really 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 angry at his girlfriend slash baby mama slash wife maybe then like anyway totally uh th- they went to bed and he murdered her in their bed. Oh, in their trailer? In their trailer. And Is this like in a trailer park too? Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Uh and he he put a knife into her <gasps> vagina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he he cut her breasts <gasps> off. Oh. And put them on the headboard. Oh no. <laughs> No, like <laughs> suction cups. No, <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, uh, 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 and so he had to like walk into that and be like, <laughs> "Where'd her boobs go? Oh, there they but, are. Found them." Uh, that sounds like a scene from Seven. <laughs> uh. Yeah, and it's 120 degrees and everything smells like oh, rotting boy. meat, and it was just it was really, 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 really awful uh, to to hear him tell it. Like the the worst. Uh, among the worst things that he ever had to do I, in his whole career that like i would that has to stay with you forever like how do you not just like every now and then think oh saw those boobs severed like <laughs> yeah. i sometimes think about that moment i like cried in third grade because i didn't bring my homework like that traumatized me enough to where every month or two i'm like oh i was a little dipshit like why did i do that like yeah but to have the well and and quick uh, aside this is um this is all in the context of he and I having a real like heart to heart about uh, drunk, drunk, heart, drunk, heart to heart. Yeah. That's how dudes operate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that he wasn't really emotionally available when I was a kid. He really wasn't. He was mm. very cold and distant. And and so this the larger conversation that we were having was that yeah, his job fucked him up. Mm. Like he like had permanent like trauma, difficulty connecting with people difficulty letting himself have feelings about even normal shit because he certainly couldn't have feelings during oh, his job yeah. which is this, this huge percentage of your life uh, and this this was just like one of the examples um was it the titular example <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> no it's oh, so sorry I don't, I, so, so they they spent the however many hours doing all of the surveying for this scene and then he and his partner in an unmarked car in suits they weren't in uniform but they were on duty mm-hmm. uh drove to a convenience store to get gas and they had a beer together um like they've just both been through this horrifying event and then like yeah yeah. let's let's (laughs) let's have a beer and then let's go home yeah um they told a couple of their cop friends about 
this in in like a nonchalant, like no big deal kind of a kind of a thing. And uh, then apparently later on a different case, dad was in charge of the scene and uh, another officer uh, violated the scene, like didn't wear Mm. gloves and um, like made several mistakes in handling the evidence, which as you've seen on CSI totally Mm -hmm. fucks up your case. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so dad had to reprimand this guy for his behavior on that scene. So that guy called internal affairs and said, yeah, he was drinking on the job. He told me he was that they were drinking while they were on duty. Uh, so I went through this whole investigation, and um, wait, are you allowed to talk about this then? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see why not. Okay. Um, I mean, he's retired now. What are they going to do? Fire him? Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically, basically, my dad. You don't know my dad, but the, no, never... this is a super dad thing to to say he, he, he when he sat down and, and got got asked about it the internal affairs guy was like yeah uh the, the accusation is that you went and you bought a six pack of beer and that you guys shared it in the car is that true and dad said no you didn't you didn't buy any beer that day he said oh yeah i <laughs> totally did we, we we had a beer he bought two tall boys or whatever and uh Asked him, would you do it again? He said, absolutely. Hmm. I absolutely would do it again. No regret. Fucking deal with it. Hmm. So he got reprimanded. He was on probation for a long time, and then everything was great, and he retired later. Hmm. But uh, we also had this really interesting discussion about how, like, cops aren't allowed to be people. Hmm. Like, we, the law requires them to be perfect at all times or the case gets thrown out or requires them to you know just there is no margin for error afforded to them Mm -hmm. and so then when they behave like humans it ends up being a really big deal Mm -hmm. um but anyway that this is (laughs) go ahead that yeah like i (laughs) there are sometimes i feel like and i know this isn't the technically the healthy thing to do and blah blah blah. but sometimes you're like you know what this is not what you said for dad but sometimes i'm like tonight i'm getting fucked up and that's (laughs) and that's okay yeah no it's not every night it shouldn't be as often as i do it but every now and then something fucked up happens and you're i am drinking till i can't stand anymore yep and like you know that's a one what so like having a beer after seeing this fucked up thing like i would I would do that times 10. Like I, you know, yeah. Well, and should they have driven the hour home first mm-hmm. and then signed out of service mm-hmm. and gone in yeah. the house and then like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it was hot and that was disturbing and fucking deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those. And then he got the appropriate punishment for it and yep. got to move on. But yeah. So that was a stretch, but it was just, it was, we said that we were going to do boobs and, and then I like had this traumatic story that my dad mm-hmm. told me just two days ago and that's been in my mind. So it's a tenuous, it's a stretch to get this into no, I this think episode. It, I, well, I think it, what's, it didn't go where I thought it would, but the, but what I think is interesting is it speaks to like the father son relationship, especially when the son is gay, like there's a whole host of issues that come out of that. And what I'm hearing from you is like, at least in one way, we don't talk about your dad too much, but like at least in one way, your relationship with him, like 
had it had nothing to do with you being gay. I think it could mm, be easy mm, mm. as the gay child in any circumstance to be like everything that's happening is because I'm gay. Either like, and then you can blame yourself or you can blame them or whatever. But like sometimes other shit's going on too. Yeah, like yeah, for sure. dealing with this traumatic stuff and it's like it's not all it's not about you being gay. It's just he had this other fucked up stuff that could have affected your relationship. And I think we don't always take those things into account as well. Yep. yep Did that for sure. That seems like a big uh revelation to me, at least for your relationship. Does it feel that way to you? We uh sort of. It's new that we're talking about it. Mm. Like I've been aware I've been aware for a really long time. Mom that he's experienced like fucked up things like this. And that that has made it difficult oh. for him to like interact in, on an emotional level with other normal humans. Gotcha. Like, and and that includes his family and just. Hmm. Uh, but it's new that. Do you say it's new that he's he talked about it? It's it's new to talk to him about these things. Like I'm I am aware that that is a problem for our relationship. What's new is he and I like talking about it and maybe doing some processing. Well, that like, I mean that's so. Even that, we had to get super, super fucked up to do it. But hey, <laughs> again, sometimes. <laughs> um, no, but like even everything you're saying still says that was like a really big. That seems like a really big moment in your relationship when you start addressing head on. <laughs> um, <laughs> some of the, you know, some of the things going on in your relationship that seems pretty big to be able to talk about that, especially when it's two dudes. Yeah. See, see, Kyle. In order, in order to, in order for my relationship with my dad to grow, I have to hear about a girl getting her boobs cut off. <laughs> Damn <laughs> Hopefully, you all are so lucky. <laughs> I also something else. Th this is totally, uh, uh, not totally. This is this is kind of a departure from what we're talking about. It, it, it's interesting to me that sexual violence toward women extends into homicide, and it's not uncommon for them to have damage done to their breasts mm. in a homicide situation where sex is part of the equation yeah. and it is it's it's interesting to me that like we have so sexualized breasts and they're so represented uh representative of female sexuality that it then becomes a target for toxic masculinity mm. um you wouldn't have the same thing if a, a cis dude straight dude was murdered where like no one's going to chop off his nipples like right. it's just not a focus it's not a sexualized area of the body it's not a focus area right. for sexual crime right so then when you hear that story super disturbing but you're also like some part of you at least for me the calculus works out right mm -hmm. like like oh yeah no that makes sense like you could see how some fucked up person would target if they were yeah especially someone they're in a close relationship with or like the idea of I mean, I know we were talking a lot about the boobs, but like yeah. a knife or any anything like that inserted into a vagina and ass, like any kind of like sexual assault that includes that. I just can't even I think my mind goes to I, I can't relate it to anything. Obviously, I've never experienced something that traumatic or assaulty or, or I don't like, but I so I've had pain when someone puts things they I want them to put up my butt like a <laughs> like a dick like it's it hurts a lot but like if it if that dick was a knife like a, a knife yeah. like yeah. I just I can't yeah it's like I feel like one of those things I listen I like 
listening to true crime podcasts. I think it's interesting to hear like, and a lot of times they talk about it and you're like, oh, oh, that's crazy. But like, I feel like starting to think about being sexually assaulted with an item, especially a sharp item. I just can't, I, yeah. I can't even like fathom or go to like what that would feel like and kind of have to like not think too hard about it. Here yeah. I am. It's not working, but wouldn't be fun. Ugh. Well, thanks, man. <laughs> yep, you're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. Do we have? Oh, uh, uh, maybe we can talk about on the flip side. Sometimes boobs are great and they're all fun. Boobs are great, and they can. You can touch them. You can lick them. Of all the things about my ex-wife, her boobs were not a problem. Oh, you, <laughs> you. I feel like you would enjoy a just a like a nice rack to play with. Sure, but on like a sexual level. Yeah. Yeah. No. No? Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. They're nice. Yeah. They're, they feel good, but they're not like... Your hand motions are enjoyable. They're not like sexy. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I could... Like, uh, you know how like when you get really comfortable with the guy you're dating and then finally you just get to start touching each other in ways that aren't like set... Like, I'm just going to touch your balls right now. Like, mm-hmm. what's this? <laughs> like, I'm not we're not having sex like whatever but i just get can like touch you in different ways like that's where i feel like it'd be nice to just like have a pair of boobs that you're just like i just want to like without sexual let's just what's what's happening yeah what do we got here ding 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 or both at the same time like you know it just seems like it'd be fun um did i counteract the the sadness of boobs being cut off with happy boob ideas I get, well, I was going to say, if you like him that much, I could probably find a guy to bring you a pair. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about that guy? Okay. <laughs> we won't. Did you, I was wondering if you are going to mention him. Should we take a break? Oh, yeah. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. 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 Boop. Boop. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Speaking of Patreon, we also have the 100 word thing. How much money do they have to give to get it to do the thing 17 million no (laughs) (laughs) i don't forget uh if you're at the 15 it might be 15 hold on let me look it up all right Uh, oh that's embarrassing it's one of my recent tabs (laughs) there are a few things i check on a whole bunch i'm so um let's see $2 $2 benefits. Well, those look lovely. Oh, $5 even better. Interesting. Oh, 15. Yep, it's $15. Okay, great. So, for if you are at the $15 a month level on Patreon, then we will let you write us 100 words mm-hmm. to read on the air. Mm-hmm. Just so y'all know, in case you're like saving it, because we have definitely got people that mm. aren't using that benefit. Yeah. You can do it more than once. Mm. Yeah, like, you don't have to think of the craft, the perfect... 100 words. 100 words that probably definitely include the phrase sloshy boobs. Because <laughs> that's a work of art. No, you can send in any... You can just... I mean, until until we get too many to make it manageable, keep doing it. Yeah, keep doing it. Over yeah. and over again. Over. We'll, we'll manage the, the, like, whose turn Slo- it is yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, um, anyway, so, uh, are we saying their names when they do it? I think, uh, yeah. So Chris sent in his hundred words. And tell us, if you don't want to say your name, tell us. Yeah. But he is, or should we just say his first name? Probably just say his first name. Chris. Well, I mean, not right now. <laughs> 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 but Chris, who is a friend and supporter, um, 
had it like a, just a really sweet idea of what he wanted to do. So yeah, here we go. My 100 words. The Lavender Rights Project, LRP, advances a more just and equitable society by providing low-cost civil legal services and community programming centered in values of social justice for trans and queer, low-income people, and other marginalized communities. Through direct representation and community programming, our by and for services aim to radically reimagine the legal landscape for LGBTQ plus people while building community resilience, encouraging self-advocacy, and asserting the rights of marginalized populations. Their staff, board, and volunteers aim to serve, engage, and pursue justice alongside community members in ways that are intentional and accessible for folks who are underrepresented. It's about 104. My bad, but I like that they exist even though I have not used their services. <laughs> he got some bonuses there too, because also that line was not part of the 100 words. Yeah. Um, but sounds like I, I didn't even think of this that someone might use this to help further a cool nonprofit cause that focuses on helping lgbt people yeah so like that's well, when we first I, came up with the idea for the benefit i thought it was just going to be like me saying dicks or butts 400 yeah. times in a row right like, yeah 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 you saying that like you love mike pence and, <laughs> and want to like nuzzle his balls against your balls oh i think i'd do that you think you'd touch balls with him yeah you'd play basketball <laughs> with your balls <laughs> <laughs> dribble 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 um no but that's really sweet thank you chris thanks also the only thing i could think what is it called the lrp yep lavender rights project <laughs> thing i could think is that they're different than the people that recreate the civil war <laughs> larpers they're, they're not those people <laughs> different group um but yeah that's awesome thanks chris for sending that in oh wait we're back we didn't are we back yeah <laughs> I think we were back. We have been back. We have had been back. We will have been back. We will back. have had been back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. <laughs> do you want to do our gayest and straightest? We're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first, first. our website is gayishpodcast.com. Um, we are on Facebook, uh, Twitter, your mom. YouTube. We're on your mom. <laughs> Watch out. We're on your boobs. We're on your mom. We're on your dick. Um, Instagram at gayish podcast or slash gayish podcast. And we have a fun, yeah, just fun uh, Facebook group called gayish podcast. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> Facebook.com slash groups slash gayish podcast. Yep. And Facebook has been like all being like, yo, groups are the new tomorrow. So get in that shit or your Facebook will just. St- Stop stealing your data. <laughs> so you wouldn't want that. So go ahead and join that group. Our hotline. You can send us text messages or leave us voicemails. is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. And please, if, you, if you're if you hearing it, let us know if you, we can use your name or play oh, yeah. it. Because yeah. earlier episodes, we've I don't know if we've clearly stated that, but it helps us. Um, and our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. Hey! fuckers rate review and subscribe we need we need those yes we have not mentioned that in a while and do it so i think our whores (laughs) hey buddies hey friends (laughs) with with boobs without boobs are well we've seen we were looking at our charting history Mm -hmm. and it's gone down i think i don't know why but we think that rating and reviewing will help so if you want to Help more people see this glorious content than rate and review us. It would mean a lot. Fucking do it now. Please. Sluts.
sluts <laughs> that could be a good or that could be a good cop or bad cop thing to say depending on how you say it hmm any whomsels um case and straightest i think i'll go great um my someone offered this ah shit i should have uh someone offered this in the facebook group of like if you don't know your gayest yet go ahead and watch eurovision or like this eurovision clip to see who it's a singing competition that's not america so this is Ooh, international gayness. In, yeah. Well, this is my straightest thing. International I straightness. I didn't know about it. Like, you know, everyone's talking about it, and it's one of those things that I just is not on my radar. Maybe it's because of the American thing. Maybe it's because this is not my gay cup of tea that I follow. I don't follow. Gay cup of tea is definitely like a... Jasmine. Like, a, like Yeah, or Darjeeling. What? I've never heard of Darjeeling sounds gay though doesn't sounds it? pretty gay <laughs> <laughs> um so i didn't even watch the clip clip someone sent i think there was like lots of like gender bending in i think a bisexual guy won and i don't know Great. but i don't really know yeah so Is he hot? i don't <laughs> i don't know what he looks like oh okay i just know minimal things about that so that's my straightest thing um my gayest thing yeah as you've heard probably on our episode about dogs i have a dog named reynolds um, and the stare the reason it's a stereotypically gayest thing is dogs have stereotypically been the placeholder for children because gay people haven't always been able to have children now we can so this is why this is a stereotype and not real life just getting that all out but um thanks um but my dog reynolds is going in for a dental cleaning tomorrow Mm -hmm. um and you know just like a little bit of like worrying about your your little baby oh you worried about him yeah he's like uh, since getting the like you know his two his two strikes cut out uh his two balls chopped off he got neutered is that what you're his double dribbles cut (laughs) (laughs) mike pinced (laughs) (laughs) um yeah since he got neutered um when we when when we were kids, my brothers and I, we had there, there's a one of our cousins um, d- didn't know what the word was, and he um, called it neutraled. <laughs> like, you know, there's reverse, there's drive, and there's neutral. Like, got <laughs> like, neutraled. Yeah, Reynolds is getting neutraled tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, no. He already did that. Teeth um, cleaned. He's getting his teeth cleaned, but since then, like, this is the first time he's getting put under since teeth cleaning. So I'm just, I mean, he's he's gonna be fine, but you know, like a tiny bit of that worry of like, yeah, yeah. what happens? What he's gonna get under? Probably make his breath better. Oh, I sure hope that's a result <laughs> of if 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 it doesn't make his breath better, they might as well just put him out for good because I can't <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> no, not true, not true. I love him. Um, so it's you know he'll it's a day procedure, and I just worry about him like a little like he's my little baby because he is. Aww. Um, what about you? Godspeed, Reynolds. Yeah, or if you don't believe in that, I hope science is on your side. <laughs> Dentistry, Reynolds. Dentistry. Dentistry speed. Yeah, Reynolds. Well, I talked to like this doctor vet on the phone about his like blood tests and they like, you know, went into all these details about things like his liver enzymes and like very doctory things and i was like for a vet you're very doctor like which <laughs> i didn't say but that's because that's probably offensive <laughs> but this the person very intelligent person that like made me feel a little bit better about you know they know what they're doing so okay good what about you what about me so the straightest thing about me this week uh i 
told you I hung out with my dad. I thought you were Alaska. using up your straightest thing when you said that on the episode. Well, That's no, pretty. like just, but hanging out with him was the straightest thing ever. We drank <laughs> lots of beer. We drank lots of scotch. We went to this bar that had can-can girl outfits <laughs> and an old dude that sang country music songs. And like there was sawdust on the floor. There was no floor in this bar. It was three inches of sawdust. <laughs> like ridiculous. Oh my God. Um, and there's like, dead things on the wall everywhere uh, like on a, on purpose on purpose not like a squirrel got stuck in a <laughs> display case or something they, okay. uh, well it all looked on purpose yeah. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> probably that, on purpose that moose head isn't just a moose that crashed through this and they built <laughs> they rebuilt around it fun fact no moose in juno oh because they killed them all really that's what they said is it like Ireland? Like they drove the, the moose out? Well, Juno is Juno. You can't drive to Juno because it's surrounded by glaciers and mountains. Mm-hmm. There is no way to get to Juno by car, hmm. but the same forces make it pretty difficult for animals to get in and out. And How'd she get pregnant then? Immaculate conception. <laughs> How'd you get inside her? Was that a good joke or not? I don't know. <laughs> do, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know? <laughs> oh, that's the joke I was trying to avoid. Yeah. The, Juno. the movie Juno. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. Ellen Page? Yeah. She's a lesbian. Okay, next. <laughs> um uh, yeah. They said that there was no moose and that but there used huh. to be moose, but then they killed all the moose and now there are no moose. Interesting. Yeah. That's a good good story they told you. The gayest thing about me this <laughs> week, walking around this little ass town with my dad, there's one bar that had a rainbow flag like what was it called in the it's called the rendezvous oh that's such a good gay name i was you know like you know if it has a pride flag and it's the one gay bar it's going to be called something like you know but, but it's not a big enough town to have a gay bar oh like grinder and scruff there were i shit you not like less than 10 people until oh. the cruise ships came in and then it would shoot <laughs> up to like 30 bet. and then they oh would God, leave when, and go back down when you got on were people just like hey who are you hi who are, what are you you're a new person yeah Kind of. Well, no, not really. I mean, so, so Juno Juno has so many cruise ships that come in and out of town oh, that there's, they the, yeah, like mm. they see new people all the time. Uh, that part wasn't interesting. Mm. And I'm ugly. So, mm. uh, no, <laughs> um, uh, but, no, Mike, but, but you need to work on your self-talk. Thanks. But I didn't say what we need to Idiot. I didn't, I didn't correct. <laughs> I didn't say we needed to work out about your looks. No. But the gayest, thing, the gayest thing about me this week was just like, like I found the one rainbow flag in the whole town. And then, <laughs> and then was trying to figure out like, like how to get dad to go in there get... accidentally. <gasps> oh. And then they fucked me because we were, we were walking down the street trying to figure out a place to have dinner and have a couple of cocktails. And I was like, great. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out how to get him into yeah. the rendezvous giant ass poster that said drag show tonight oh. on, on the door. And I chickened out trying to get dad to go in there. Cause that's not his thing. Yeah. Um, but apparently this bar is gay enough that they had a drag show on that's, Saturday night. And that's pretty cool. I would have given anything to see what drag queens in Juno fucking Alaska look like. Oh my like, god. Right? That has to be good. Like if you're a drag queen in Juno, Alaska, let us know. We'll promote your show or do something cuz I yeah, I want to see that. Send us a YouTube clip or something. Yep. Oh, I bet they got some good shit going on in the drag the Juno drag world. It's also it's like 30,000 people in the whole town. It's teeny tiny. It's also negative 30,000 degrees. Not this time of year. It's fine. What is it right now? 60. Oh. It was in the 50s all weekend. Huh. That's it. That's it. 
Uh, yeah. Yep. A uh, special thank you as now <laughs> for keep going. Thank yous. <laughs> I was waiting. I feel like I've been trying to jump in <laughs> the past few times, but now we're past. I'm just going to let you walk Great. into your own trap. A special thank you to Mike. Tra- no, we're not thanking no. you every episode. Oh, but it's my only reason for living. <laughs> uh, a special thank you to Arthur creator Mark Brown for putting a gay ass cartoon to piss off those million moms. Yeah. Special thank you. To the million moms for being very bad at math because they can't add (laughs) (laughs) those 50 moms that can't add. Um, And thanks to boobs. Thanks to boobs. They sustain life. They support life. They support us. I mean, that's why we're mammals. That's what makes us mammals is the mammaries. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the mammaries. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the mammaries. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, that's it. This good one. This has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be boobs. (laughs) See you next week. See you next week. (laughs) Good one. Thanks. (laughs) To get one last one in there. You boob. Boob. Boob.